And we're live. Hooray. All right. Yay. Proud of you. Feels like it's been uh, too soon since we last did one of these. I think it's because it is too soon. Like yep. three days or something? Four, maybe? Yeah, Four. Sunday, Sunday to Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, man. Here you guys are about to get way cold. Yeah, I heard that too. Are we? Yeah. Like minus 27. Oh, boy. I heard I minus 22 and then minus 31 after that. <laughs> yeah, like your weekend is going to be crazy. Yeah, that's what I heard too. That uh, East Coast oh, storm. Jesus Christ, you aren't right. kidding. Wow. Mm-hmm. I looked at the forecast like a couple days ago. I'm like, oh, it looks like nice and warm. And then apparently I missed this happening. Yeah. I, apparently Chicago, it was so cold. They were getting frost quakes. I had never even frost heard of that. quakes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. So I was going to w- listen to like the little news report that was on this website uh-huh. that someone linked me to. But when I got to the web page, the video started playing and then an ad started playing on top of the video and it wouldn't let me pause either of them because the ad needed to finish. So they were just both playing at the same time. And I was like, I'm never coming back to this website again. Like, this is absurd. I can't even watch the ad if I wanted to. Because I got a news report playing underneath it. So I don't know exactly what a frost quake is. I'm assuming it's exactly what it sounds like. But apparently, like, we had someone who works in Chicago on, like, our Slack channel. And he was like, we've heard four, like, really loud booms already. And it's weird. Man. Crazy. I'm surprised neither of us, none of us have heard of a frost quake. Like, stereotypically, we should be all about cold stuff, I guess. I uh, guess I've so. never even heard of that. I guess, but we're also kind of built for cold, so maybe that's why we don't know what that is. Now yeah, I, I'm also legit curious too. What a frost quake is? That's a that sounds like a Skylander. It kind of does. does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like if they came out, it's a Skylander, or it's like it's like the final move that the next set of Pokemon starters are gonna like learn. Whatever the water one is, it's going to get frost quake when yeah. it hits level 55. Yeah. That's probably already a Pokemon move. <laughs> Did you figure it out, John? What's a frost yep. quake? Frost quakes, also known as ice quakes or cryosisms, are loud noises. So That's loud. a cool word, too. Yeah, are loud noises so loud they often cause the ground to shake. Uh, when water freezes, it expands. This expansion creates stress on the ground or rocks. Eventually, the stress is released explosively. The noise can be heard from kilometers away and even feel like an earthquake. While they're not very common, frostquakes can occur across Canada. They're most common around the Great Lakes in Quebec. Okay. That would explain why we have no idea what they are. Yeah. Apparently, back in the the crazy stuff that happened in 2014, 2015, they had frostquakes reported almost daily in in Ontario and Quebec. Oh, yeah. That bad ice storm. That was rough. Frostquakes, um, however, can cause minor damage instead of earthquakes. Yeah, it sounds like it's more like a sound thing and not an actual, like, yeah. the ground <clears throat> moving. Mm-hmm. Well, the more you know, there you go. There's your fun fact for the day. Um, Interesting, yeah. And yeah, it's going to be like minus 30 on Sunday, starting Sunday. It's like minus 10 now, basically. Dope. Yeah, have f- have fun. Enjoy that. It's going to rain for me this weekend, so I'll, I'll, I'm right there with you guys in spirit. Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> yep. It's a weird weather pattern for sure. 
somebody did a silly little parody thing that I retweeted on Twitter that I won't bother. I saw, I saw that. I won't bother yep. going into some sex, here. Some but, sexy uh, weather, yeah. Some sexy that. weather. All right. Uh, well, before we get into it, how you guys been in the last four days? Anything exciting happening? No. Video game. All right, let's just get right into it, I guess, then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top-down perspective for January 31st. It's the end of the first month. That seems like it went by fast. Kind of, yeah. It does. Yeah. It feels like the new year was like last week almost yeah we're already like one month done yep agreed i'm sean booker i'm paul fleck i'm john wheeler and uh let me look at these lists i'm gonna say paul what have you been playing just more resident evil 2 and i talked at it about it at length on a separate thing that you can go listen to if you want specifics but it's still very good okay all right. Do you want to say what, where are you? Yeah, it's just my SoundCloud. So if you just look up my username on SoundCloud, you'll go to it and it'll be the first thing there. Or on, it, okay. I posted it on Twitter as well. Okay. Well, that's old news, though. That came out last week. John, you're playing the hot new games that come out this week. I did it. Uh, I'm the one who's up to date. You are. Uh, mm-hmm. So why don't you talk about the hottest game? All right. Uh, the I most played, anime game. I played Kingdom Hearts 2 this week. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we finished we finished Kingdom Hearts 2 this week and uh, then we watched some recap videos on some other games and then we started Kingdom Hearts 3. So which one? What's the best one now that you've played them all? Yeah, I haven't played them all. I've literally only played two and part of the third one. We played. Didn't you play one? Yeah, that's what I said. I've played two of them. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, three has frame rate issues on PS4. Okay, so uh, it just kind of chops a bit during cutscenes, and uh, it ended up giving my wife motion sickness temporarily. So that was cool. From frame rate issues, from like just everything frame rate issues, probably. yeah, stutteriness, and then like no. the motion uh, blur for when you like turn the camera. Oh, gross. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't okay. notice it because I was playing. But like then I started noticing the frame rate issues after she pointed out. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I know. Um, Interesting. The worlds are way bigger this time around. It feels so far like there's a lot more like exploring to do. There's a lot more like environmental things you can smash for items. There's a cooking thing you can do now because I keep finding cooking ingredients. Uh, so far, at least, I haven't gotten too much farther. You have all four of your characters out whenever you're in an area. So that's okay. been kind of a nice touch. Uh, the story literally starts off of Dream Drop distance. Like, the end of that is literally the start of this one. And they pull a nice troll with the title that made me laugh, but also got me really angry at the same time. Okay. I don't, I don't are know. You, are you going to... Are you going to spoil it or is it better? I don't know if I should because like, it's just so dumb. I was just like, they, of course they would do this. Okay. Well, I mean, if it's like a good joke or something, maybe leave it. I think I've seen what you're talking about. Probably. I'll just ask you off air because I probably won't play this. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So supposedly like the game to end all games, Paul, but I have to play kingdom hearts two first. You have to play a lot of them or watch a lot of footage. No, I got to play Kingdom Hearts 2. No, you also have to. (laughs) 
You also have to play Birth by Sleep. You also have to play Dream Drop Distance. Apparently, you have to watch a tiny bit of Recoded. Did you do all this, John? We found the most condensed version of the plot that we missed that we could find. And okay. I, I watched the plot, and then I got angry. Because... <laughs> I thought that plot. I thought the plot was convoluted already, and then we watched the recap with the games we didn't play, and I'm like, they made it worse. How? <laughs> okay. So wait, hang on. Do you like Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. For I'm this. not sure anymore. <laughs> Ninety hours into this, do you like this series? So I I liked after a while. I liked one. Two has a bad start and a bad end, but a great everything else. <clears throat> And uh, three, we're not far enough in that I can make a judgment yet. My sure. only gripe right now with three is it feel like, feels like enemies take more hits than usual to kill. And I don't know if that's just like the enemies they started me off with, if they wanted me to like use magic more than just melee or what. But uh, it's just a little odd to get used to right now, especially coming off of two so recently. Also, it has like that modern gaming issue where they made the... Uh, the menu's a little too small. Oh, yeah. So it's like it's like the Dead Rising issue where it's like, oh, I'm glad I have like a 50-inch TV I'm playing this on, otherwise I wouldn't be able to read that. Yeah, I mean, just get a bigger TV. Come on. Easy. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Good, fast fix. Yeah. The, when, I, when I got my uh, PlayStation 4 Pro and I, I sold my, my launch PS4 to help pay for it, the girl who bought it off me the she wanted a ps4 because kingdom hearts 3 was going to come out oh that's my attachment to kingdom hearts 3 you did it i'm proud of you you're you're part of the series now don't don't say that yes you are you can't no that's not don't <laughs> yeah. say that no but do get you it not off. do you not get it off <laughs> do you not want to play kingdom hearts this. ever so what was the question do you ever do you just not want to play kingdom hearts at all i played the first one i played about I don't know, a dozen hours. Remember, I got to Ursula and I was like, this is awful. Yeah, that's pretty much where I stopped, too, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, underwater levels suck. And oh, then you'll, you'll love Hearts, the one in Kingdom Hearts 2 when you get to that eventually. When I, Yeah, when I get to that, sure. Yeah, it's no, it's gonna, it'll happen. <clears throat> okay. Just the next thing you least expect, you're just like, okay, I gotta go play Kingdom Hearts right now. Part of me was thinking of jumping in on 3 just to see what's just happened. To just to yeah. be like part of the zeitgeist. Yeah, that's, that's dangerous because like I'm already like, oh, thank God we watched all that recap stuff or I would have no idea what's going on. The game even has a built in recap for you. That's just how that's convoluted they know they've made the story at this point. And even then it left out a lot of shit. Mm. I don't know if it's like them acknowledging that they, it's convoluted. There are plenty of other games that like do a recap, especially on like, you know, a sequel because mm-hmm. they want like people to jump in, right? Yeah, like e- like even Mass Effect did that and stuff. So I wouldn't say that's like the like a mark of like you know the story is going to be crazy if they have to recap it for you. I don't know, but it shouldn't take like twenty to twenty five minutes for that to happen. That that's probably fair for a recap. <laughs> that's a long like time. I, I had pe- I had people telling me like it was a thirty minute recap. I loaded up the game. I was like, it's like five chapters you watch, and each chapter is probably like four to five minutes each so it's like 20 to 25 minutes in that range okay but still like and then i was like they left out so much still that i felt i saw in the other shit that was kind of important you were like where's my favorite character i've been wrong no no where's the character that's made me angry about everything about how stupid this plot's gotten is it goofy yes it's, it's all goofy's fault okay <laughs> i'm just saying like 
a goofy movie and its sequel, an extremely goofy movie, are both underrated films. Not did on this you, podcast. Did you not. see we that? Both love them. <laughs> did you That's see right. that? I I think it's Hard Drive that put out the joke article about like uh, video game reviewer changes Kingdom Hearts three score because they realized they just reviewed a goofy movie instead. <laughs> All right. I, I was did like, not see I that. didn't know Sean wrote this article. They're good movies, man. Yep. The good uh, dogs, Brent. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this game's gonna go. Uh, I've been hearing varied reactions from people, so. It's getting good reviews, but I mean, like, again, yeah. I think we said this last time, like, if you if you want to play this game, you're going to play it like it doesn't you don't even have to review it. You're in like, the camp. Yeah. Like you're either going to play it or you're not like, honestly, who is on the edge and is like, hmm, I'm going to read a review first. I, I don't know who that person is. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. At this point, are you playing it on a pro or a regular PS4? Regular. Okay. I've heard that's the same. No. so small. Oh, that's Noob. probably that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's what the I've upgrade is for. <laughs> I've heard the issue also happens on uh, on pros. On the pro. Yeah. Man. Text probably looks better though. Sharper. It's nice Boost sharp mode, text. baby. Yeah. Hell yeah! Give me that 4K Boost text. Mode. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, is how so? How far in are you? <laughs> Roughly, very. I'm, I'm still only in the first very area, beginning. so not, okay. not that far. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because we had to get rid of all the other shit first. The thing is, to, is we, that we had to get caught up. I really liked Kingdom Hearts One, how it played, and like just the idea mm-hmm. of it. But I kind of burnt out on it because I played it late and then started up on Kingdom Hearts Two because I was playing Kingdom Hearts One to like get into Two when Two was coming out, and then I played like an hour or two of Two. And I was just like, oh, I don't like this at all and stopped completely. But like, I don't know. I I always found those games kind of enjoyable mechanically. I this, is it at least that again? <laughs> like, or did they change it to a point where it's like, oh, yeah, now it's super simplified, even more so. And it's just like it's kind of boring combat now completely. <laughs> I mean, what? so how far in two did you get? I didn't leave be- the first, like, I think I was about to finish the first area. Okay. Because you well, started in the main right town, now- right? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now, like, Kingdom Hearts 2, I think, had a terrible beginning and a terrible ending. But, like, once you get out of that starting area, that game goes. Like, okay. the, gameplay, the gameplay feels so much better than 1 does. So, like, that's how I felt going from 1 to 2, because I did them pretty close together. Sure. Now, having gone from 2 to 3... uh. I'm not quite used to the changes because they're still like unlocking things for us yet. Oh, okay. like uh, like the form change system just started coming into play. Uh, the Disney attraction moves just came into play. Stuff like that. Uh, they have streamlined some things, but I'd say in a better way. The actual overall combat feels about the same. Uh, one big gripe I had going from one to two was that some of the moves that you got by default from leveling up, which was like dodge rolling, uh, you had to do specific things to unlock. Like you had to level up a style to actually get that on your normal character. This game's just like, no, you just get that right out of the bat. You get you get air dodging and, and ground road dodging right off the bat. Okay. So like the combat feels better because you just get those moves you should have had in two to begin with. Like you don't have to go out of your way for it anymore. Okay. I haven't like I haven't dug in enough to see what other major changes there are from two to three, but so far like it feels like 
they tightened up the magic system, but the combat feels more or less the same. Okay. Cool. Well, at least there's that. Yep. All right. You're probably the only one that can answer this as the only one who's played Kingdom Hearts 3. If I wanted to catch up, and I wanted to catch up using the iOS App Store, I just Google searched Kingdom Hearts. Yep. If the, I'm going to read these top five games. I just kind of want to know if this will help me be caught up to date. Uh, the first one here is Kingdom Hearts Union Cross and then the word cross written out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that useful? Uh, that will literally set up the lore hidden behind the series. So you'll get what the hell they're talking about when they re- reference the Keyblade. Okay. Uh, the next one here is the world ends with you. Would that be useful? Uh, so the world ends with you characters are in one of the games that's dream drop distance, but I don't think they're in three. So no. Okay. How about shadow of death fighting game? <laughs> yes. Yes. Very cats and cosplay tower defense. I hope so. And then, uh, this last one knife rush fruit. That sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> nope. Knife rush fruit. Rush that for three favorite things. Well, that's the end of my bit. Um, (laughs) That's all I'm playing. (laughs) Anything else with Kingdom Hearts? I've been here and it's about 30 hours long. At least that's when one of my friends got beat it around the 38 hour mark. He played on hard mode. Uh, I think we ended up going about 40 hours on Kingdom Hearts 2, so I'm curious. So, like, this might be a tiny bit shorter or around the same length. I, But I don't know anything about, like, all the worlds that are in the game yet, so I'm curious to see what's in there that I haven't seen teased or, like, ruined, basically. All right. Do you think this is the last Kingdom Hearts game? No. Okay. But it's pro- it could be the last one with the current roster, but I, there's no way Square's going to let go of this. Or Disney. I think it's just too much of a weird popular zeitgeist. Do you think Mickey Mouse is in the next Kingdom Hearts game? Probably. Okay. All right. Uh, then that leaves what I've been playing. I've been playing a couple, some random stuff. <clears throat> I'm going to start with Piku Niku. Okay, I've been curious about this. I've been hearing a lot Me of too. good buzz about this. Um, Maybe I'm not far enough in it, but nothing's really grabbing me about Piku Niku. It's... It's basically like a platformer. It's side scrolling. Um, it's kind of just like an adventure game where you get random quests like. Um, what was it? What was one? Help the painter out. So you got to climb your way up to the painter's house and put on a pencil hat and then draw a new face for his scarecrow. Uh, so I drew like a Cyclops guy. OK. Scared all the birds away. Mm hmm. I guess what's kind of interesting is the the premise of the world. So um, there's this weird corporation that wants to clean up all of your garbage and then give you money for doing so. So they'll come and take your garbage and then pay you for it. I don't know. Seems too good to be true. There's like billboards for the for the weird company and there's like surveillance cameras that'll pop up from behind trees. So there's something going on there. And you play as this little red oval with legs, which I guess you're a, some kind of beast. And you come out of your cave because like a little ghost guy is like, hey, you should, uh, you should get out there, man. So you leave the cave and then everyone's afraid of you because you're the beast and you've awoken. Uh, but then they're like, actually, you seem pretty cool. 
Uh, I guess you're not so scary. And then I should like walk around and then you get random objectives. I played about an hour of it. I think it's only like three or four hours long. <clears throat> I don't know. It hasn't really grabbed me. I'm kind of waiting for something like insane to pop up, but maybe it's further on. Or maybe it doesn't exist. <laughs> or maybe it doesn't. Well, that's the thing is I yeah. was also hearing like some buzz around this. So I feel like there's got to be something there, but it's a bit of a slow burn to do it you got it's 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 like just kind of relaxing like chill out with uh some weird little characters and you can roll around and so there's it's got that going for it but i gotta play more it was on twitch prime so that's how i got access to it last week okay cool <clears throat> what i've been playing uh more of though is uh a switch game called jack quest okay uh which is a metroidvania uh pixel art game mm-hmm. um I got some like rogue legacy vibes in terms of its aesthetic, except apart from the pixel art, because you have just like a really big sword. Um, oh, yeah, I see. Uh huh. And the whenever you like cut things and coins come like popping out, it kind of reminded me of when rogue legacy, when the coins would just bounce around. Sure. That's kind of the only real uh, uh, attachment to rogue legacy there is. <clears throat> um, I will say this game, I don't think it handles very well. Your character is weirdly fast, especially when he jumps. So, you know, I'm an hour or two in and I always feel like I'm just kind of fighting with how this character moves. I just don't like how it feels for the most part. Uh, You can wall jump, though, which is awesome. And uh, pretty early on, on, you unlock a double jump, which is great. Uh, And then you're kind of just going through these caves. um, Like I said, Metroidvania style. Uh, collecting new uh, abilities like i can breathe underwater forever uh trying to find keys to get like your like the princess back or your girlfriend i can't quite remember uh the sword however that stole the girl um used to be a warrior and he was turned into a sword so the sword will like talk to you okay and just say stuff like so what's the deal with uh you and this chick like he just kind of does like these like weird one-liners he'll just stuff like like kill 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 um honestly it repeats a bit too often i wish there was more variety of what the sword said my general feel on jack's quest is it there just needs to be more of it like it it's there's not enough it feels like a really small game and it is a small game um although they are charging like i think 15 bucks for it which seems steep especially because i think it's only like two maybe three hours long yeah it does seem Um, short i'm looking at the steam reviews and everybody has like an hour 1.6 hours in it so yeah i'm pretty sure i am about to get grab the last key i need to get to like the final fight sure uh, so i think there's only like four bosses in the game um mm-hmm. yeah it just it just kind of seems like more of like this probably should have just been kind of like you know a five dollar thing maybe and then i'd probably recommend it quite more 15 is i think too steep for it um but it's got some cool ideas like like I said, you can you can wall jump, you can double jump, so you can kind of get around and traverse the area pretty well. The combat's fine. You have like a special attack, and then you get a bow, and you get a different special attack where you become like a lightning bolt. Uh, the bosses themselves are fun, and they're and they're kind of challenging how you have to take them on and stuff. Um, but there's every kind of step of the way. There's kind of one thing. It's like this part's cool, but like there's always a but to like every single thing. It just kind of there's always something there. Everything doesn't feel like I love this specific thing about it. Sure. Right. Like I would, I'd like to say stuff like the music's good, but there's 
such li- little of it that that gets kind of repetitive too. It's like the same song. Um, s- the sound effects are cool, except the ca- I don't like the character's sound effect whenever he like gets injured or is attacking. So there's like there's always a butt to it, which which is just kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's hard to recommend even even for Metroidvania fans, especially when there are plenty of great Metroidvania games on the Switch. Sure. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, from a full, small, small studio, uh, I don't really know anything else the, the developers made. The publishers, the only thing that they had put Dear out God. that I was familiar with was the yeah the Deer God, mm-hmm. uh, which is a a weird and cool game. Um, but anyway, so I've been playing through Jack Quest. Uh, kind of just basically, I'm tiding myself over for Wargroove tomorrow. Sure, because uh, I am stoked for that game to come out. So yeah. <clears throat> that's uh, all I've been playing. Let's do some news. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, a bunch of small stuff this week. Uh, there was basically like a Nintendo investors meeting. Um, so some like small kind of tidbits were like popping up on Twitter about that. I kind of pulled out a couple of the ones that were interesting. Um, that Super Mario theme park Universal Studios Japan is coming out next year, or it's going to oh, wow. be open next year. That so makes 2020? sense. 2020? Yeah. 2020 for Universal Studios, the Super Mario World, yeah. That makes sense, yeah, for the and Olympics. And they're going to be going to North America and London and I think Hollywood, they specifically pointed out. Okay. <clears throat> um, they are also saying that the Illumination Super Mario movie, again, those are the uh, Minions uh, production company, uh, is aiming for 2022. Okay. So a few years off on that. Yeah. Uh, this next one, I don't know if it was from the investors meeting, but this also popped today. They announced Dr. Mario World. Yeah, uh, I saw this. Which is going to be a mobile Dr. Mario game. And they really did not give any info, ex- except it's going to be a puzzle game and it's going to be free to download with optional in-app purchases. Right. So who even knows? They're, the- uh, they're theming it over Candy Crush is what I was seeing in some of these articles. Oh, really? I, okay. I hadn't seen that at all. I'm surprised. I'm curious where they got that info. Um, that's also not how Dr. Mario plays, though. I know. So that's weird. I don't know. That Mario Kart got delayed to the summer. I didn't know it was even coming out before the summer. Yeah, they hadn't. There hasn't released anything on it yet. So, but apparently it got delayed, at least in Japan, to or the J- Japanese release got delayed to the summer. So who knows about that? Again, uh, not much info about these. Uh, they are working with a mobile company Line. Which do they make the the messenger app line? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what to think about this Dr. Mario game. <laughs> we'll have to see. Kind of, we'll like, kind of have to see anything more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give us like one thing. Anyway, that's coming early summer 2019. Um, I like Dr. Mario as much as the next person. Yeah. That's a weird thing to see pop up on Twitter today. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, let's do the PlayStation Plus games. Hang on, I got a couple uh, more for the Nintendo news. Yeah, things there here. was a few more. Th- might as well lump these more. Uh, Nintendo is supposedly considering releasing a smaller, cheaper Switch focused on portable play only. 
I don't think that was from the investors meeting. I thought that was just a rumor. Uh, that's from a, it says Nikkei report. Uh, Nintendo yeah. considering that. So yeah, that a rumor, right? No, there was a thing like literally they posted in our discord that something just broke now. Like they are announcing shit currently or did like as we were prepping. Apparently I've been trying to look it up as we've been talking, but <laughs> there's no confirmed anything really. Yeah, okay. just, anyway, the, the, you, you the, started. What's the rumor? Uh, Nikkei is reporting that Nintendo are planning to release a smaller version of the Switch focused solely on portable play, omitting functions to reduce the costs, and which will be released in fiscal year 2019. So that means somewhere between April and March, which means it'll be announced at E3 this year. Supposedly, Nintendo has declined to comment. Uh, and when you say April to March, you mean April and then March of next year? Yeah, March 2020. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> somewhere in that year. Uh, also, Nintendo released sales reports for the Switch right now. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is their fastest and most selling game sure. to date. Yep. Uh, yep. Sold over 10 million units in five weeks. I'm trying to find the actual post that says that it beat the previous record holder, which was New Super Mario Brothers U, or Wii, rather. I can't find that right now. I had now. seen that it's like the fastest selling uh, Smash title as well. Yeah, fastest selling Smash title, <laughs> fastest selling, like, I think Nintendo game period. Switch. Oh, okay. Can't find the other thing that they have here. And Just thinking back about that rumored Switch. I guess it probably wouldn't come with a dock. Yep, no dock. It doesn't need that. Do you think the Joy-Cons even come off? Probably not. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's the not, point. Because right? remember, like the the 3DS is is on its dying days right now. Although yeah. now that I've said that, they announced today Atlas is putting out a game in June. So for the 3ds, yeah, it's Persona Q2. Okay, great. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but I mean, if you can't take those Joy Cons off, how are you supposed to play it on tabletop mode? My favorite of all the Switch modes. <laughs> yep. If only. If only. Switch has uh, shipped 32.27 million units as of the end of December, or sorry, the middle of December. Or no, yeah, no, that was December 18th, 2018. There you go. So. Switch currently has 30 million units out there, at least shipped. Which apparently is faster than uh, pretty much every other system that has been put out, period. The only, like, that's including Sony and Microsoft. The only thing that's really beating it or even close to beating it is the Wii. So right now it's on track to match the Wii's sell through rate. It's a good console. That's all I can find from this. Yep. All right. PlayStation Plus. Uh, this is also going to be the last month they are giving Vita and PS3 games. Um, so your games are For Honor and the first Hitman uh, when it got like rebooted, basically. So 2016, that Hitman. Cool. You are then getting a Dive Kick on PS3 and Vita. You're getting Metal Gear Solid 4 on PS3. You're getting Gunhouse on PS4 and Vita and Rogue Aces on PS4 and Vita. They're also increasing the cloud storage you get to 100 gigs. It used to be 10 gigs. That's a big increase. Yeah, it is. I don't. Who's putting tons of stuff on their PlayStation cloud storage? I I used it for the first time with Spider-Man PS4. That was it (laughs) for for like what? Like you put like the whole game on there? No, no, just the save. save. Yeah, exactly. Like I use the save. That's like like 10 megs. Exactly. I, when if you have PlayStation Plus, it just like auto 
does cloud saves, which is good. But again, yeah, you're right. That's like 10 megabytes at most. Maybe I'm not using, maybe I should be putting all my photos or something. Like I got a hundred gigs. <laughs> like, who, I'm curious what the use cases are for this. Yeah. Weird. Um, Games with gold for next month is uh, Curse of the Moon. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Uh, as well as Bomberman R. I guess that would be Shiny Edition. Yeah, this is the only one on Xbox. Yep. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue on 360. And then uh, Star Wars Jedi Knights Jedi Academy uh, for, for the original Xbox. Wow. So, okay. Hmm. So, you know, some some OK games there, some yeah, some stuff that's coming next month. Cool. Uh, Dragon Ball announced a couple things for fighters and a new game. Uh, they announced specifically the or did we talk about the we talked about the new, new ch- fighters, but we didn't talk about Project Z. OK, so they announced Project Z as well, which is an action RPG following Goku's story. That's basically all we know. Um, yeah, they they showed a bunch Connect of cutscenes, and then they showed <laughs> Goku walking down the street. That's basically all they've shown so far. Yeah, visually it looks like fighters, mm-hmm. um, which I, I guess that's good. Um, it's by Cyber Connect Two, which know themselves some anime. Yeah, Sir's Wrath. Yep, and like every Naruto game, basically, um, and also some bad Dragon Ball Z games. Um, who knows? I get. I feel like there's now that Fighters is real good. There's like a hope that Dragon Ball Z games will be good, but I bet it's not going to be good. I bet Fighters was a weird anomaly. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, all right, the next one got sent in to us. American McGee is still making games. Okay, sure. In fact, he's making a prequel to Alice called Alice Asylum. Okay. He's currently working on design, art, and story. Huh. How did those games sell? I have no idea. I thought the second one sold all right. The one that EA published. Just Madness Returns. Yeah. Mm. I remember that being like a cool game. Like it was fine. It was just like a, you know, kind of your run of the mill character action game with like some real cool art in it. I uh, never finished it, though. That game is long. So apparently back in 2013, American McGee blasted EA marketing saying that they are part of a race to the bottom in the industry, basically saying that they are chasing the dollar at all costs and just rather than making sure they make a good game. I don't th- wait. He's not working with EA anymore then, right? Hang on, it gets better. I I started reading on Wiki. Alice Asylum. On September 3rd, 2017, American McGee announced on his blog he's working on a proposal for the third installment of the Alice franchise, tentatively titled Alice Asylum. Uh McGee explains that his proposal will consist of artwork, design outline, and financial slash business model, which will be sent to EA once it is complete. (laughs) Well, He encourages fans to sign up for the mailing list for the project to show their support and lend financial support for the pre-production through PayPal on his blog. This is so good. (laughs) I'm reading this little blurb on the article that was sent into us. 
He also recently mused on Facebook about turning a new development studio in Thailand into a, quote, vacation destination for Alice fans. What? <laughs> and he's got a Patreon page set up to support pre-production of the game. What? Oh, my God. Is this a scam? Is he running and a scam now? This feels, I have no idea. This feels like a scam. This doesn't feel real at all. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm trying to find this Patreon. We'll have to, I guess we'll have to see. I'm going to go to his main page and see if I can find anything about it. You can definitely sign up for a mailing list by the looks of it, which kind of shows what generation he, of the internet he comes from. Yeah, he actually wants to make this, whatever this dev studio is, it's part game development studio and part vacation destination for Alice fans. I'm reading his What Facebook does that post. even mean? I guess you just go to Thailand and then you can you can go and make the game and also I I don't I don't know, man. Oh, actually, hang on. He describes it here. Imagine a location where you can take the most amazing cosplay photos, explore the Cheshire's forest or interact with an animatronic Mad Hatter. Spend a few nights in the Queen's castle. Just don't lose your head. I mean, I'll definitely try not to lose my head, for sure. I found the Patreon. He currently has 3,818 patrons. He he has decided to not publish how much money he is making from this. What's the Patreon? What's the account? Uh, It's just his name. Patreon.com slash American Mickey. I'm trying to see if there's anything like super weird here sponsor level 500 or more per month you can have your logo branding featured on during live streams apparently he's a streamer now too what the fuck is really well he's probably just gonna stream dev stuff i would assume this is weird this is actually like a rabbit hole that i don't know if i want to fall down (laughs) frankly too late too late i'm already jumping in head first baby let's go (laughs) let's go oh man Here's here's footage of him doing a pirate jam. He put yeah. up a YouTube video one day ago. Alice Asylum in the Lands of Magic Swirls. It's a two hour long video. Alice Dabness returns. Three two 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 insane children. Crowd design discussion episode four. Insane in the Asylum Battle of the Bunnies. Oh, this is, this is like a breakdown of everything he's working on with this. I need I need to know what this two hour long video is of dabbing. It is just footage of him chatting with people and showing off concept art. I don't think any of these tiers actually get you a copy of the game. Right, I mean, because this I don't think this, this game's game at least two years away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's a $15 tier where you get access to, um, like, uh, early access versions of the game. You get development builds, yeah. Which, but there's there's no one where you actually get a copy of the game, despite you know af- after a few months you will have paid the price theoretically of this game. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't like this like at all. But I'm not generally one to tell people how to spend their money either. So American McGee's always been. Uh, I'm kind of. A I'm honestly surprised he has so many. Like that's. I was not expecting that number. People really like the Alice series. Like he, that's that's so. his big thing. 
They've always oh, been sure. just yep. kind of mediocre, though. <laughs> Whatever. Like, well, Madness Returns was fine. Like, I think it was a good game. I think good is strong, but sure. It ranked in, like, the 70s, I think, when I saw it. Yeah, it was fine. Movies. Yeah. Weird. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep this in mind, though. Like, he's one of the few devs that are trying to keep like this, this crazy, like psycho gothic art style and game style alive. That is true, and that has a, that definitely has a cult following for sure. Just that, like, style. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Uh, last little bit of news is Overcooked Two is getting another free update. Uh, something about the new year. Um. Looks kind of like maybe the Chinese New Year is what they're aiming at. Okay. There's re- there's a tiny little video um, that looks like there's you know it'll be some new levels and stuff, and it's gonna be free again. No word yet. Just they say soon. I'm gonna guess like next week. They usually kind of announce the stuff and then it happens pretty quick. Um, but more free Overcooked too. That's great. Yeah. Can't wait for that. I'm definitely gonna play that. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's it for news. Let's do some questions. If you want to send in a question, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. This first one comes in from Kevin, who says, what are some good hack and slash RPGs? For example, Kingdom Hearts or Nier Automata. And I'll get to the second question after. I mean, he said near that's probably was going to be the first one I was going to go to because I really, really like that. Um, hack and slash RPGs. Final Fantasy 15. Because that's just okay. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, kind of. I did think that game was pretty good for what that's worth. It's not an RPG, but Metal Gear Rising will... Uh, be tonally very similar to these other games. I'm just going to Google hack and slash RPGs to see what comes up here for stuff. I would recommend. recommend. Yeah. What was that one you played recently? Like episode one of it on steam. Oh, I wouldn't call that. Well, yeah, I guess so. That's a bright memory. Would you recommend that? Sure. But like, that's like an hour long. Like as long as people are aware of that. I guess. <laughs> sure. Back and slash RPGs. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I, I literally can't think of much else right now. Nier is a it's a it's a great game. But it's a it's a bit of a hard recommendation because it takes a long time before you get to like the really good stuff. Mm-hmm. So be careful with that. Uh, or maybe you've already played it if you're if you're putting it down there. Devil May Cry, Bayonetta. I mean, those aren't sure. RPGs, though. That's why I haven't said them. Oh, I guess they're not RPGs. Like, if yeah. you type in hack and slash RPGs, Google drops you like Diablo, Titan yeah, Quest, yeah. Darksiders. Yeah, so here's the thing. Based on the, the list that they gave me, The Witcher is a go- great uh, one. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, if you can play that with a friend, is like still really fun. So I guess I would recommend that. But yeah, man, I don't know. Like Darksiders is on here, but I got to be real with you. As much as I like Darksiders, I don't know that I would recommend it. Like Darksiders 2 and 3 specifically. 
I haven't played three, but I like one and two. I think the second one just got like announced for Switch or the first one just got announced for Switch. It did. Yeah. The, the War Mastered Edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, d- does it need to be, be hack and slash and have the RPG mechanic? Because I mean, that's you're getting, like, what they asked for. I, that's what they asked for. But I'm just like, you're, there's a lot of great just hack and slash games. You can also argue that hack and slash RPGs is just a Metroidvania. Which in that case, I mean, you could say like, oh yeah, well, just get like Hollow Knight. Yeah, this is, I mean, game genres are always weird because they're always like yeah. nine different genres in one. Because couldn't I also say like Dark Souls, you hack and slash in it and level up? Yeah, you could. Yeah. Like, so at some point, like I'm thinking maybe he just pref- likes the gameplay of it. And that's why I'm trying to like ignore the RPG mechanic involved and get to the gameplay part. Uh, and then sure. it becomes a bit easier to recommend because then I would say, you know, Devil May Cry, Bayonetta. You know, is Wrath. Yeah. Although that's the worst part of the game is when you play it. Yeah, I would not really uh, say the gameplay that's good. I heard you finished that game. I by did. The way. I finished it on Monday. Nice. How do you enjoy your time? That game is stupid, dude. <laughs> it's so good, though, right? It was entertaining to say the least. Yeah. But yeah, no, like that. Did you, ga- you did all the DLC. Did all the DLC, the Street Fighter stuff, and the true ending. Yep. That I, that's that's a fun game. I feel like you can't help but smile watching that game. Yep. It's definitely something for sure. Uh, And his second question is how much Canadian money does a mid to low tier gaming PC cost? Low to or mid to low tier. Uh, Thousand mid. No, I I thought that mid to low 700 and down and you're you're asking for trouble if you go less than 700 i mean but that, is that like is that These just a pc build or are we counting monitors and stuff too i i mean i have no idea this almost seems like a problem that uh who is this kevin kevin if you wanted to send me a tweet we, i could probably help you out more specifically but i wouldn't spend less than 700 dollars if you're gonna get a gaming pc to start and it's going to go up from there. Yeah, I think I think maybe maybe yeah, think more generically. Maybe he's just curious like I could see this this person being in this in the states and just wondering like how much is it would it cost on Canada cuz you guys know Canada. So, I, 700 that seems high for a low tier PC to me, but I really am out of my element here. Mhm. 700 uh, is low if you're talking Canadian dollars. That's extraordinarily low. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that. Okay. Yeah. So how much, how much do you think you'd have to spend for like, all right, this one, this one's decent. It's nothing crazy, but like it'll, it'll last you for a year or two. Thousand. Thousand. thousand? To 1200, probably in there somewhere. All right. Next question comes from Matthew. If someone offered you $10 million for killing anyone and you chose to kill the oh, person giving you the offer, do you still get the money? See, this is why you read the fine printed contracts. Like, you have to make sure. <laughs> so, hmm. I mean, we call, obviously, we call if that he the has betrayal to, clause. <laughs> obviously, if he has to hand it to you, Probably not, because he probably has to go get it and then give it to you. Well, it depends if he has it on him. Right, exactly. That's true. 
And I, actually, let's be realistic. No one is going to hand you $10 million. They're not going to have like a sack of money with a big dollar sign on it. They're going to wire this to you. So there's no way they have it on them. Yeah. Unless it's like a gold brick, but like, or, you know, like a diamond or something. What I really, really like is is that this question is usually the uh, the whole like box or button thing where if you, you push the button, you get $10 million, but somebody in the world dies. And it's kind of like an ethical question. But I like this spin on it where it's just like, is it just stupid? <laughs> how can you like game the system? <laughs> think if you want to be smart for both parties involved yeah you get 50 percent up front and 50 percent upon completion yeah so if somebody's offering you 10 million dollars for killing anyone i think you're right i think they have a clause in effect that if they die you're before it's done or before it can be confirmed like you're probably not going to get it because 10 million dollars is a lot of money i would hope anyways that somebody right. would be well that's why enough. you do the 50 50 because that way the person's like well if he runs off on me at least i'm not out 10 million whereas the other person's like well i don't want to do it and then have him not pay me so you get 50 percent up front yeah and 50 percent upon completion and then the question you really have to ask is would you be willing to kill somebody for five million dollars at that point sure sure of course yeah and i mean like no but yeah, that's I, I, in this hypothetical scenario, you're killing the person, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, you're up with this next one. Next one comes to us from VGCO. Actually, sorry, Ladrex. Tom, it came up in another server in regards to Smash, but I want to expand it to all fighting games. Is there a character in a fighting game you want to play as, but for one reason or another, either through weirdness of how they play or just generally not being good with them, you simply can't? Uh, I always wanted to learn how to play Yoshimitsu in Soul Calibur. Just, like, learn how to use the suicide move to just take out people. Yeah. Okay. I would love to be good with Valdo. Yeah, that was my answer mm, yeah, for another sure. Another good answer. Yep. Yep. Um, speaking of weird characters, have you guys tried out uh, Piranha Plant? Yeah. Yep. I haven't tried it on yet. What do you guys think? He's pretty good, actually. He, yeah, he's real fun. He has some dumb things he can do. His his poison move does an absurd amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, I have one for uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Is I always wish I had uh, learned. Um, oh crap! Who's the time stop dude? Hit. Oh, yeah. always, that always seemed very cool, uh, but I never put any time with him because he's not in like, the story mode either. Um, but Hit seemed very cool. Smash Bros. I wish I was better with Incineroar. He got, but I hate it. He got buffed a bit. His recovery is better now. Oh, is it? Because I hate his... What's, what's the difference? Uh, they made it go up higher and go uh, horizontal farther. Okay, yeah, because I do hate his B-up. That's good, yeah. Incineroar is a fun character. I wish I, I was better with him. No, I would like to. I wish I kind of knew how to play <laughs> Olimar because it, they that seems like an interesting, complex character to figure out. Sure, I could see that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel similar about uh, the Inklings. Yeah. Just you know, yeah, a lot of the newer characters that are just completely different. I wish I was better with. I'm trying to think, any other fighting games. trying to think of street fighter i kind of wish i was good with like zangief 
like any of like the grapple characters. Any Mortal Kombat characters you wish you were better with? It's been a while since I played some oh, Mortal Kombat. Man. Johnny Cage. I wish I was decent with Johnny That's Cage. That's my boy. It's my boy Johnny Cage. <laughs> wish I was uh, trying to Kotal? not Kotal Khan. I'm trying to remember one they had like it was basically Master Blaster from uh from Mad Max. They had like it was like a giant dude and he had a small guy guiding him in like 10. He seemed pretty fun if you could figure him out. I haven't played X so you excited for 11? I am. I want to play X first, though. Genuinely, because they do like a good job with their story mode. Yeah. So I just want to play through that. Um, with Mortal Kombat, usually the characters that I like the most are the ones I'm playing as, so I'm not feeling like I'm missing out. Like, I play Sub-Zero, and I like him the most. I play Smoke. I like him the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I At least, And I'm talking primarily like Mortal Kombat 9. I didn't spend much time with the other ones. Uh, recently Mm -hmm. all right last one comes in from vgc kenny i've been playing kingdom hearts 3 and it has a bit of tongue-in-cheek humor about how long it took to come out (laughs) pretty sure that's what i was joking about i absolutely love it and think it's hilarious but my roommate hates it and says that they can't make that joke i'm the joke police and they're not allowed to do that that's our joke for us the consumer I'm here to arrest you. Um, how do you feel about games making fun of themselves like this? Who cares? Like, I kind of like Jesus it. Christ. Yeah, I don't know why why you would get upset about this. Yeah, th- first off, there's no reason to get upset yeah. about this ever. Um, yeah, and then second off, like that's fine. Like whatever. Who? I mean, it. It. I guess it, you know if if you're thinking of the game as like as a whole, like as a as a as a piece of art as a part of the series, it would kind of be weird if you were playing them all like back to back. Uh-huh. And you didn't, you didn't know the context around it. Sure. So I guess that part's kind of weird. <clears throat> sure. Um, but other than that, like I feel like anyone who is playing these games is going to ha- know the context around it like that. Like who, who's playing this in an echo chamber. Yeah. So. And also like it, it's not, doesn't take away anything. Like who, who who's getting to that part and being like, well, I'm done. Where's my receipt? <laughs> Mom, we need to go to return yeah. this game. The best part is it's roommate. so early in the game, too. Like, so you wouldn't even get to actually do anything. I think it literally happens before you even get to move your character. I'm picturing this guy's playing the game or girl's playing the game. That joke happens and he just flips off the screen <laughs> for like 10 minutes. Kimberly has a good point in the chat. She says, I would be annoyed at the joke if the final game is bad. It's like the devs are saying, we took forever to make this game, and here's a piece of shit. <laughs> that's a fair point. I agree with that. Which, yeah. Sure. I feel like that's a, di- that's a separate point, though. At, that, Apart from p- the- yeah. at that point, I think you're just mad that the game's bad, though, right? <laughs> the joke, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> rubs it in, but it's not the part that you're mad about, necessarily. I think. The, yeah, like, that's fair. The closest thing here that I can uh, kind of equate it to is when a game's like, boy, escort missions sure are shitty, huh? Here's an escort mission for half an hour. Like, I don't like that when it's like, sure. we're making fun of the thing, but we're still going to make you do it because we're unoriginal. That That's sucks. actually That was one of the complaints I was hearing about Travis Strikes Back is there's jokes about, wow, lots of dialogue, right? Don't you just want to play the game? And then they just keep doing lots of dialogue. though. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Yeah, which is 
it that's an odd thing when the game knows like hey let's make a joke about what we're doing instead of like fixing what is apparently an issue even in your eyes yeah i don't know it's like they're trying to soften the blow almost i guess in that case it almost seems like it's like attacking the person playing like it seems a, a little, little bit on that's the why offense. some people like uh, someone brings up simpsons game in the chat and i agree with that simpsons game was a little too tongue-in-cheek it did give an example because i don't i don't, I don't know, know the other. reference here like the first thing you get when you turn on the game is an achievement called easiest achievement ever uh it's like the whole like plot of the game is that you find a book that like tells you how to play video games or something like that and then the world turns into a video game so then all the video game tropes are there, but they always talk about the video game tropes as they're happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, oh man, an endless, a boss fight with endless thugs. How original. Oh and yeah. You- There's a few games that do that. And I can't think of them off the top of my head. Doesn't Matt Hazard do I'm that sh- a bunch? I'm sure Matt yeah, Hazard Matt does Hazard. it. Isn't that like the whole thing with the, Matt Hazard? The other normal heroes do that a couple times. That, it just irks me every time. Because it's like, just because you're bringing, for me, it's like, just because you're bringing attention to it and trying to lessen the blow doesn't mean that, like, I like it now. <laughs> like, you're still making me do the thing that we both agree right. sucks, but whatever. With the original question, it is a bit different, though. Cause it is, totally. It's not like they're saying, this game took forever, and then they proceeded to take forever. I agree. Um, so they're not at least doing the issue what we're currently talking about. No, it's um, actually can't, like not at all the same. But that's yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely similarities there. Uh, I think I have I have like two points I, I want to make with this. First one is like I'm fine with meta. It's basically asking, are you okay with like meta humor? And yeah, sure, of sure. course. Why why wouldn't I be? Yeah. Um, and then the second one is so, this is kind of a bit of a stretch, but in kind of a similar path is like. When any kind of like movie or game will make like a pop culture reference. Okay. There I it's it almost seems lazy. Because uh, it's yeah. like instead of coming up with a, an actual joke, you're just kind of s- trying to riff off of something else and le- letting that other thing do all the the heavy lifting that the joke requires. And also it could just instantly like date itself. So sure. Like I, like I said earlier, like if anyone was playing Kingdom Hearts, you know, all back to back and they didn't know about the br- the long break or anything, which could definitely happen in like, let's say a decade. If a kid's just playing through these games, he, you know, he loves the Kingdom Hearts games and maybe his like parents own them all. He's going to play through all of them. Then they're They're totally not going to understand that one bit. Sure. Not not a huge deal. It's not like the joke has to land for everyone, but yeah, just another thought. I. <laughs> I really, really like this whole, like, they can't make that joke. <laughs> that's real good. Oh, that's so Not funny. allowed. Yeah. Yeah. The No, you're right. The way that this, this question was worded, because, like, they easily could have been like, and my roommate did not, he, like, he wasn't pleased about that, or, like, he didn't like that. But, no, he was like, my roommate says they can't make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, uh, that's it for questions. If people want to send in questions for next week, it is top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box. What are your games of the week? Re to make Kingdom hearts three. Uh, I'm going to give it to destiny Two. <laughs>
I yep. like that game. I'm just going to say it. No, I, I played it. I just I haven't played it like enough. I didn't want to need, feel That's the need fair. to talk about it. This is really sure. funny. It's just like out of nowhere. Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, these other ones, they kind of didn't do a lot for me. So uh-huh. can I can I can I give it Tetris, to Tetris, baby? Let's go. Can I give my game of the week to my excitement of playing Wargroove tomorrow? Yeah, sure. OK, I actually don't think you can do that, but I also don't care. Um if you're a Patreon backer, tonight is your last night to vote on next month's game. Uh, so make sure you go do that. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, it's probably too late. But if you're listening live, that's, you know, go vote. Um, and if you are a backer, the Ikaruga episode went up last week. So make sure you go listen to that and hear us talk about Ikaruga. Yeah, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>